Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's JD, and welcome back to Talking Tea with Pilar and JD. This is part two of the podcast from last week, welcoming us back from our little hiatus. So be sure to enjoy it and follow us here on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whichever one you prefer, and leave us some written reviews over there on Apple Podcasts if you're an Apple listener, and uh, drop us that five-star rating because it helps boost us in the algorithm so more people can check us out. All right, y'all, on this uh, episode, <laughs> we get into some really uh, off off the wall subjects you know i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna tease it i'm just gonna let you listen just listen and enjoy all right everybody peace uh well i was gonna say since uh since i so rudely cut you off um how about you talk about uh the fact that not just that you're doing your business because you're right you did talk about that last one but mm-hmm. the fact that so many people have purchased shirts which is so amazing yeah, oh my goodness cool. you all are amazing it's really cool yeah. yeah it's crazy yeah there's people obviously who don't just watch our podcast yeah but friends family people who randomly have just found you off yeah. on the internet which is really cool and you i believe you told me you've sold over a hundred pieces of merchandise no not yet i am I am well. Somebody ordered earrings this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. So I am two orders away from a hundred orders. In general. In general. On all things. All things, lashes and seams. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. That's so what I mean. I'm at ninety-eight orders. We are at well, she. Excuse me. She is at ninety-eight so orders. Everyone, two more. Who's gonna be number one and two? <laughs> but <laughs> if no, you that's, want, no, if, if you, you want. yeah, definitely if you want to, no peer pressure. But yeah, uh, no, yeah the links, the link is will be in uh, our descriptions. I don't know if it's been there before, but if it hasn't, we've only I think done it has. We've only done three episodes, so I'll make sure that it's there for all future podcasts. I think, I think it is though. Yeah, but you know, if you all want to support um, Pilar Lashes and Pilar and her endeavors and her, uh, what would you call it? apparel? My beauty apparel beauty. line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very proud and happy to have uh, such a such a get up and go type of lady in my life. It's very ni- it's very nice. It's very nice. Trust me, you get a little you get a little uh, you get a little lonely trying to be the only one who has uh, big dreams in, in in certain circles. So it's really yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, when like people don't get it or like they don't get it, they don't know what to do, they don't know how to do it, and they don't, and all they can do is bother you for help. Or not or they even... actually not even help. They just want you to do it for them. Oh. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off again. No, 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 no. That uh, thing was like people wanting you to do it for them. It's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, do you know how much work I had to put in just to get this knowledge? You think I'm about like, I no, I'm like, I'm 31 now. Like, you've got me fucked up. I'm not doing that. I've got something to say. Unless you run in the check. That's true. <laughs> no, yeah, because that if that in that case, I will be a consultant. Yeah. Vibes. Look at my hand. Vibes. <laughs> Look at my hand. Works. <laughs> Look at my hand. <laughs> <laughs> we stupid. We in sync. <laughs> I was gonna say this. You weren't even there. I forgot. You fell asleep last night. I was on my podcast, right? And excuse me, I wasn't on my podcast. I was I, like, you podcast last night. Excuse me, I was live streaming. I meant to say okay. I was on my live stream. Twitch.tv slash Run Feel free to follow me. Um. Man, I was on there and a person pulled up to the stream and no disrespect to this person. I'm not trying to be rude to you, but I have oh, to Lord. talk about this because it, it it almost it almost I was almost about to go crazy. Where'd you get your setup, man? No, no. So <laughs> so some kid pulled up in the stream or a young adult saying, Hey, I wanna be a voice actor. Uh how do you how do you JD how, sorry, I cut to you drinking the water. <laughs> taking a big ass can I get sip. <laughs> All right, so sponsor us, Fiji. Mm. We love you. We gotta check their background, make sure they're doing all the right stuff. Oh yeah, shit. No <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what Fiji been up to, uh, and I bet you ain't. I bet you ain't nobody from Fiji on that company. Bet you that much. Bet you some some well, guy. We're gonna have to start ordering you. the forty ounce water because I, be- I believe it's black owned. Ebro pushes oh, it. Come on, my thing's acting weird. No, is it still recording? Yeah. Are you sure? Oh, oh it glitched. You see that? Yeah. All right, hold on. All right, we're good. Okay, I was okay. pushing. I was pushing buttons too fast. I was gonna say. I was gonna say that company's probably owned by a man named Robert who went to Fiji once <laughs> and was like, "We should make water." Hey, hey, we we should make a. We should we should pillage their local land and take everything they have because that's. I, what... I I could walk up to the top of a mountain 
and uh, put a bucket out. <laughs> All right, so let me just say this. We, I was on a podcast last night, and this one person pulled up and was just like, hey, J.D., I was trying to get into voice acting, this and that. I'm located in a, a upstate Cali, blah, blah, blah. What do I have to do? And I and I Google. Well, Google is one thing, but I started off. I started off and just said, you know, if you're located in an area that's not Los Angeles or New York, but then I got. I, I, but I was also just kind of. Well, actually, no, that's more for regular acting, but for voice acting. Voice acting, I feel like you need to be here. Come on you stupid machine. Okay, yeah. So for voice acting, I just said there's websites that you can. You you create your uh, voice acting reel. You create your resume. You submit it to websites. You have to, uh, yes. Like actors access like, like a- that. Like okay. actors access like L A casting. casting. There's and this person was in San Fran. There's San Francisco casting. There's really L A casting. Casting is it's its own website, but there's different states. There's oh, Texas. Wow. There's L A. There's New York. San Francisco, the bigger place. Yeah, there's probably place where where there where work is. Wow. Atlanta probably has it for I, sure. I legitimately thought like LA casting was just LA casting. That's really cool. It's I did the, not know that. It's similar to LA Fitness in the sense that LA Got Fitness it. is Got a it. fitness club, but it's in every other state, even right. though the name is LA L- Fitness. Okay. Uh, but this person is in my chat talking about how they want to figure out how to, you know, learn how to get into voice acting, and I I give them these first little thing these first little uh nuggets of wisdom and then i mentioned the fact that you know you know some of those websites might cost you a few dollars this and that you just gotta invest in your price, s- price, of, doing business. price of doing business and i think at a certain point they say oh yeah i mean they say they say they like this they say oh yeah i mean i did meet this one voice actor who gave me their uh their list of all their all the representatives that are in my area like agents who are in my city of san francisco and um and i and then i and then they said i get and then oh my goodness this is what set me off they said and then they said when it comes to they said what i need to do is make a, a a voice reel and a resume for these websites only problem is i'm too cheap I was like, motherfucker, then you've got problems. I was like, like I, yes, I can't help you. I like, was like, did what you? What the fuck? I, when I, I was sitting there and they're telling me this and I'm like, you know, damn it. What the hell? It's okay. Sorry. It works. I keep pushing it incorrectly. I was like, wait, you're too cheap to want to chase your, to chase your dreams. So then stop talking about it. Yeah. It's honest. Period. It's honestly one of those things where. No one can become anything or anyone that they want to be. And like, yes, money is involved. And I told him, I was like, yo, I'm like, yo, get a normal job and pursue your passion while you work at your job that you hate. Shocking. That's what everyone does. Yeah. You're not going to become somebody. There's no, I was like, I'm like. There's no shortcut. There's no cheat code. Nobody's going to fucking do it for you. Like, (sighs) you got to pay to play. I hate Period. it. Period. I'm like, do you think that like just by talking to me, I can give you something that you wouldn't be able to get on your own? I was like, I can't give you jobs. I can't get me jobs. <laughs> like, I, I was huh. like, I'm like, I'm like, motherfucker. I've spent ten years trying to just be able to get into doors now. And like, how much money? And plenty of money. Yeah. All this shit. I literally mentioned that on my stream and cut between each camera. Good. I said, do you think like? these cameras were free like the stream everything what we're doing right now isn't free no this podcast costs me money and we don't even make money off of it like that we're doing it because we want to just make something cool yeah and i hate i i don't know i'm one that drives me insane it drives me insane but it's also just like is this what like our generation or people past our generation think is like who who is who is the people who are allowing them to suckle from the teeth or suck on their thumb for so long to think that it's this is what you think that you're just going to be able to ask a question and boom you got a career i don't think okay so i think your first statement about who are the people that are letting them suck off the teeth i don't think that's i don't think that's the thing i think it's the, the okay when we were coming up you know we wanted 
we didn't have social media. So we saw that things that were like TV commercials, uh, music videos, what, you know, people were wearing in school, especially like don't let somebody have gone somewhere cool for the summer and got to do their back to school shopping in another city. And then they got all the new hot shit you can't even find in your area. Uh You know, we saw people have to work like truly work for everything that they have. Like there wasn't an instant overnight viral that existed for us. So no matter what you saw somebody work, even if it was like, you know, Steve jobs, you knew that motherfucker was working. Mm -hmm. But nowadays it's such an, it it can be because it it can be such an instant thing. Like big Sean saying where it's like, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success that really doesn't apply that much anymore. And I think that's what's making people so lazy, especially yeah. when they see like, oh, well, she just started a TikTok and boom, she blew up. Well, I could do that. And then when it doesn't happen for them, they're like, oh, well. You realize you can't do You realize that. you can't. But then, <laughs> but then a lot of people, instead of realizing that like, oh, shit, I was, I was being a little naive. Mm-hmm. they doubled down on the delusion and they're like, oh, well, I need to find somebody who can teach me how to do it or teach me the shortcut or, mm. and then even now, you know, we had like get rich quick schemes coming up. You heard people about, you know, doing MLMs, all that other, you know, goofy shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now it's dressed up. So it looks sexier, you know, get rich quick schemes back in the day. You know, it it catered to a certain type of person right nowadays. It could be fucking anybody because it's like make a hundred thousand. I made a hundred thousand dollars in my first month of drop shipping. Let me teach you how get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, come on. Like, that's not it's not even a sustainable business model, but okay. Or, oh, I made, you know, ten thousand dollars my first month of doing OnlyFans or I, you know, it's, yeah. it's but it's it's things like that. It's the allure. It's the allure and the illusion that that these insane amounts of money or this life with the bags and the shoes and the cars and the girls is something that is so easy to get. You just you just got to do the one little thing uh-huh. that's super easy. And it's like, no, there's so much work that goes behind that. It's, it's that like- video that that person made is a lot of work. The camera, the editing, the information, like it all comes from a place of education. And unfortunately, I feel like this generation that's coming up not all of them, because there are a lot of them. I Listen, I get jazzed every time I go on TikTok and I see some 18 year old girl fucking it up with her lip gloss business, selling out. I love that shit. Oh, I love it. I love to see young people going against the grain and starting their own businesses like that. Oh, I love seeing that about this generation because it's so much easier for them. Mm-hmm. But it's also easier for them to be like, well, it must be nice to like just be able to like get on the internet and be famous or I want to be YouTube famous. Like they don't, I feel like a lot of them just don't have a a real concept of what hard work is because in this day and age, you don't really have to work that hard. You really don't. That's a funny thing. You really don't. You just got to be consistent and you got to keep it up and you got to like, you got to follow. Maybe. Maybe. And also you got to, and you got to, you just got to follow like the trends. You got to follow what's going on. You can't, you can't, you can't want to like, especially in the internet game, you can't want to like blow up overnight or blow up in general, but you refuse to change the way you make stuff. Yeah. Or you refuse to change your, your outlook on certain types of content trust me i was i was in that same boat for certain stuff i was like i was like reactions i ain't reacting to oh shit. god i remember but then again but still i don't think i'm doing the disservice that what the original like first like group of reactors were doing yeah. where they were genuinely just sitting there watching ripping videos well they were ripping off other yeah. people it's completely different if you want to rip off other people compared to if you're reacting to something that even the 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 greater uh, group of people or the people making it are like, oh, no, we encourage you right. reacting to this. Like right. reacting to a movie trailer is not the same as reacting to like if someone sat here and watched our whole podcast and reacted to that. That is lazy as shit. Oh. That's stupid. 
But if you want to react to something that makes more sense, where it's like it's a bigger phenomenon, like it's it's a PS5 coming out or something like that. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah Because it's something that everyone is going to want to look at and react to anyway. So like me, something happening in cult in the in popular culture. Sure. Yeah. Now, and, and if you want to if you want to react or give your feedback or comment on certain things happening in society, you can yeah. do that too. I think that's kind of lazy in my opinion, in the sense if that's all the content you make that's just my my personal opinion it is lazy it is lazy because it's just like okay so you're just a gossip you're just gossip in that sense what like drama videos drama videos or you know uh it's like it's one of those things where you being a part of it does not add to the the product that you're yeah. giving away yeah Sim, you know unless like if there was um, no drama you would have no job if there's no drama, you have no job. If there's no, if there's no, uh, if there's no one else going through something, you can't make your own content based off of who you are. Right. And you like, have to make content based off of other people's stuff going on. Right. I think it's just kind of like I think for me, drama channels and like no shade, like I watch them. I watch you know them what too. I'm saying? Like Spill Sesh, Fire, Nick Snyder, Fire, Dustin Daly, hilarious, uh, Tea Spill, awesome um all great channels and you know there is i'm not going to take anything away from there is work associated with that you know you gotta listen i don't have the mental bandwidth or the energy to be on twitter and be catching it and catching things and screenshotting and keeping up with all the that's a lot talking dming people making the video editing like that's it is a lot of work but it's like the tabloids for print media. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's work. It's a job. It, would it be something that I particularly choose? No. Do I look down upon it? No. But do I think there are more fruitful things that people could be doing with their time? Absolutely. I just think there's more longevity in you in, in putting. Yeah. There's more longevity in you investing in yourself. Like I a, agree. Like a paparazzi. Like your whole job is taking photos of other people who are more famous so that you can sell a picture of them maybe in a i don't know in a unforgiving position or or situation for money yeah if there's no celebrities you don't have a job now i have no respect for paparazzi yeah especially because they because they invade privacy and all that stuff even the ones that like tmz hollywood fix the ones that just pull up on random people in the no. middle of the i'm like no you're respect. a stalker with a camera no respect like that's what you are i've been hit in the face by a camera i have no respect by paparazzi yeah well, i told you i told with? i told you that story years ago when i used to go to ladue like this really fun club in la that doesn't exist anymore um so this is not to say like i'm zhuzhi or whatever but rihanna and i our birthdays are a couple of days apart. I think she's like the 24th. I'm the 28th. Mm. She had been going to Ladue at that time. And that was when she had like the shortcut in the back with the big bang in the front. And I didn't cut my hair in the back, but I would wear it in like a little tight bun back here. But I would do the bangs like down. Um, Barella Libriana. Was that? that yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, when I was leaving the club, I was walking out and there was like tons of paparazzi outside per usual. It was a really, it was like the height of Ledoux. It was like, a, you know, the hills had gone there. It was like fucking madness. Uh-huh. And I'm leaving and um, the paparazzi start to freak out. They're like, Rihanna, Rihanna. Oh. And I was just like, I'm not Rihanna. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, yeah, you are. And I'm like, I like I had to move my bangs back. I'm like, I'm not fucking Rihanna, dog. Like, I, hello, I'm a regular person. This guy literally said to me, I don't give a fuck. I can sell it anyways. And I was like, I was like, get away from me. They would not stop. I mean, like cameras in my face, like three or four guys. It, it was obnoxious. Yeah. And I was just like, get away from me. And I was like trying, you know, and at that time I'm like night, I'm 19, mm. 20. Got way more pop off in my system than I do now. And I like try to move the guy and he swung the camera and hit me in the fucking head. And I see two cops across the street. I'm like, yo, can you get them? And then they like the cops came over and they're like, hey, what's going on here? And then I like made a break for my car. But that was the day I and I had a friend at the time who worked for TMZ and did paparazzi. And I was like, bro, I cannot respect what you do, because if this is what if if any form of this is a part of your job, this is horrific. It's harassment. It's beyond harassment. It is physical assault, Mm -hmm. physical like the way they have like after i told them and lifted my bangs like i am very clearly not this woman as much as i would like to be 
I don't give a fuck. I can sell it. Any- are you crazy? Yeah, that's it's like an addiction How or something. How sick sorta. are you for a photo that you'll make like a G off of? Big deal. Like, what is? What, what? It's just it's gross to me. I I I have no respect for people who do paparazzi. I think it's a total invasion of space. It is extremely dangerous. It puts people in very dangerous situations in cars, and it's just. I, I don't think it's something that should be allowed as a profession. And, you know, it's very stupidly American. Oh, well, yeah, because it's protected under the freedom of the press. I was going to say, uh, you mm-hmm. don't ever see no stupid stuff like that in other countries. You don't see Sometimes. stupid stuff like that in New York. New York, they don't play that shit. The only place that paparazzi is really bad in the world is the West Coast, oh. namely Los Angeles and Britain. Britain's paparazzi is. Oh, Oh my God! Yeah, they are. I mean, That's the what things Meghan Markle always complain about the thing, uh, the things they print and the things they say are so egregious. Mm-hmm. It. I mean, I, the fact that you can talk about a royal like that, from Diana to Meghan to to the the dukes and duchesses and and all that other shit, I'm like, that is. I'm sorry, people would freak out in America. Like, I'm sorry, Kathy Griffin couldn't make a fucking joke about. 45 without her bank accounts being frozen being harassed by secret service yeah meanwhile britain is over here talking about straight out of compton and saying megan markle markle looks like a fucking monkey what how is that not treason it's not treason because who runs the country mm, don't get me started on that it old bird it ain't no megan markles it's a uh... that old crazy bitch listen megan markle no the queen oh I was just going to say the whites, <laughs> but I was like, well, I mean, the original oppressor, the yes. original, the OGs, because I, I think it's incredible. Not incredible. all. Though. I don't want to make it like a, well, no, obviously, but I, I appreciate people who are white who support us. Yes. Yeah. Um, but all, all the, all the things happening in Hong Kong and China right now, because Hong Kong wants to remain its own thing away from mainland China. Do you know? That 50, almost 50 years ago, or or however many years ago, um, Britain gave, gave, okay, peep the verbiage, gave Hong Kong to China back. How do you give a country back that ain't yours? You steal it. Yeah. Like like most conquerors do. Right. But that's a, that's the shit that, dry, that that cracks me up. I'm like, yo, are you serious? They had this whole, it was this whole thing with the queen and in Hong Kong. And there's a, uh, uh, they have their own um, constitution and all these different things. And they had to come to agreements. And I'm like, bitch, you had no business there in the first place. Mm. Take your silly ass home. Put your tiara on and go tell people to eat tea and crumpets and, you know, mind the queen, her majesty and all that shit. Go do that. Isn't it crazy that like crazy it's crazy that in this day and age people are just now being like oh yeah i guess we shouldn't have done that oh oops listen oops sorry now that we're a little bit more educated uh yeah whoops sorry that we like stole people even africa and and stole things and sold people and slavery and it's like murder because of colors and stupid shit Uh uh-oh yeah, so it's like little, it's like little kids going like, uh oh, whoopsies, <laughs> like it's 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 uh, some ignorant shit. It's dude. crazy to me, and like this girl that I like used to follow on Instagram, I I I, I really don't know that I can follow her anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, she went on this whole rant, and um, in one of her YouTube videos, and she was talking about she's like, you know, white privilege is like this new buzzword, and she's like, white people are feeling bad, and I just think it's ridiculous, like we didn't. I didn't do anything to anybody and I want everyone to be free and da da da. And I'm like, bitch, you're dumb. The entire the entire thing behind white privilege is the fact that the system has been built to benefit goofy bitches like you. <laughs> so, yes, you do have privilege, bitch. If you can get inside your Mercedes AMG that you love so much and drive to your house in Brentwood and drive all over the place and get pulled over and never have to worry about if this is going to be the day that you lose your life and you don't get to go home to your husband. Boom. Privilege. Yeah. There was a, my, a buddy of mine who we did. We were, he was on our show, uh, super punch, uh, this streamer, Dr. Lupo. Oh yeah. And he, uh, he went off and I was, I was very, I was proud to see it. Cause he was just like, look, here's what the white privilege is. He was like, can you go outside and just hold a television on your front lawn? 
That's what he said. Bro. He said, I am a white person. And if I were to go outside with a 45-inch television under my arm, I'm pretty sure no one would bother me. No one would harass me. But if you're a black person who's holding a big old TV under your arm and people in the neighborhood are wondering, where do you get the TV? Why is he? Why? Who? Who's? Who is this guy? Well, he could be your own neighbor. Yeah. That you never got it. You never gave a shit to ever. You know, go outside. Never introduce yourself. We see those yourself. videos all the time. I know you don't live here, bitch. I've lived here for fifteen years. Which Are is, you crazy? Which is the most ignorant thing ever. But that was his equivalent. He's like, yeah. The fact that I am privileged enough to be able to go outside and I could, shit, I could be holding a big old sack of cash and nobody would bother me probably. Or a briefcase suit, have a briefcase, brief, you know how they do them pranks where it's like a briefcase full yeah. of money and they and it falls out? Yeah. If it was a black dude doing that prank, cops would pull up. Well, now what I'm about to say, well, Wes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wes did his, he did a video where he, I, I don't know the whole story. I didn't read they, it all. Basically, they were shooting a skit with very clear fake guns in a garage. Right. They weren't out running around waving them. They were in a I think the garage door was open. Somebody selling them. A, a neighbor called the police and like police and SWAT showed up mm -hmm. because they thought they had like semi-automatics, which is just preposterous. I, last time I checked an AR-15 didn't have an orange tip. Last time I checked, black people don't usually have weapons on them and Child. are causing any type of terrorism. Child. Last time I checked. Last time I checked, we weren't domestic terrorists. Last time I checked. No. But I'm sorry. If, any, if anything, we are captives. Beyond. <laughs> Beyond. <laughs> but also, like, when they say, um, oh, fuck. Um, oh, privilege. No. Um, if you if you can go into any part of Texas and not get murdered if you can go if you can drive all through texas in east texas specifically and you can make it back home with your clothes on and your life that baby is privilege yeah because they got hella racist there are parts KKK. of texas i cannot go to yeah that tasha cannot go to mm -hmm. child are you crazy so don't like so that whole girl's rant was like white privilege oh my god da, 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 da. white people have nothing to feel bad about like we didn't do that and i'm like but you profit off of a system that benefits you and you do nothing to dismantle it all you do is you sit in your cute little house with all your bougie shit and you make your jewelry and like not for nothing, like she's not a bad she's let me make this clear. She is not a bad woman. She is just misinformed. Mm -hmm. And that is another huge issue with everything that's going on is everybody is in their feelings and, you know, some justifiably some it's like child, you're just doing too much. But there is, you know, um, uh, Americans just get so like. Well, I'm right. Well, no, I'm right. And you have to hear me. No, you, and it's just like, if you would just take a second and actually actively listen to what the opposing person is saying, you might actually learn something. Now, what she's saying is, I'm not racist. I don't perpetuate racism. I try to mind my own business. And I'm not aware that my complicitness is a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, which is ignorance. You're ignorant to the own country that you live in because your life experience has only shown you for, to it to be one way. You grew up in Orange County. You learned the history that they taught you. You never had to experience any of these things in a real way. But because you feel so like about all those things from your life experience and your lens, you are not truly open to hearing about the fact that like, hey, nobody's saying your, you know, your life was easy because you were a white woman. What we're saying is, is that you had more opportunity and a better chance than somebody who was not, this, uh, than somebody of color. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Americans just are like, meh, 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 you own it. But, you, you know, that, is right. that, that is them because the meh, 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 meh stuff you're talking about is not the fact that they're pop, they're going off for any reason. What it is is that you're popping their bubble of security. Oh yeah, because that's that's what it is. It's that you're pulling the the veil back. You're pulling yeah. the veil oh, back. Oh yeah, and having the conversation is them having to admit that this yes. is really happening. Yeah, and, and if they can't take it. Well, and also there's, you know, there's not even just white people. There's people of all colors who are oh, yes. bubbles. There's 
people are they're black they're, people. There are black people. Let's be honest. There are black people who are who are privileged enough to to not have to deal with that type of stuff. Which oh is, yeah. Which I'm current. I'm very aware of, and it's just. But it's 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 one of those things where what could I said that no why are you laugh it just made me think of um DC when we went to Washington yeah what was going on there I don't remember bougie oh the people yeah oh yeah no well yeah you know you're you're there tra- you're trapped in some sort of like dream dystopian where dream. where you think that you're on an equal playing field with some people with people and it's just not the truth yeah no at the end of the day i don't care how successful you are as uh, in their eyes you're still a nigger period <laughs> well you think you i guess you said it as bluntly as possible that's what it is yeah that's what it to is a, i've had to, to tell people that before yeah to a majority of of ignorant people who refuse to back down or change you're just you're lesser than to them to them you're lesser than and it's really sad because 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 it's so apparent and if you are the person who's on you know who has color and pigment and whatnot you start to think that like you you consider that it's like like i like i've had days where sometimes like I I have days where as an actor I go out and I go out for auditions mm-hmm. and if I end up noticing that there's more uh if if I end up noticing that the the casting choices are favoring towards white people more than people mm-hmm. of color I'm like oh well I'm for sure not going to get this mm-hmm. one because and I'm like I might as well go home because right. I I know from looking at the landscape of this room uh, they have a majority of white straight males. Right. There are maybe a few sprinkled in people of color, and maybe that's just for them because right. they have to do diversity because it's just you know it's part of the industry where they're like oh well you know we can't like leave them out so right. they'll they'll just have you come just so you can audition just to say that they have people of right. color audition right and but it's one of those things where you can you can read the roles yeah like I read my auditions yeah. and I read the roles for the characters and when I'm reading them I'm like oh this doesn't yeah. sound like a black person or a Latino or an Asian this sounds like a Bradley. white guy who they may or may not at the last minute say hey let's get a let's mm-hmm. let's go with a different color because mm-hmm. it's it's one of the things where it, at the end of the day that's the type of crap that they're doing they're yeah. sitting back and saying hey i don't know if this guy's like this guy or girl's color makes sense for this role right literally that it's not about the person it's not about the acting right. it's not about the performance right. it's about it's about can you sell the product yeah and will the people who want to sell said product do they want you as their mm-hmm. branding I've done enough commercial auditions where I've had mm-hmm. I've had directors tell me specifically like you know they'll be like well I look at you and I try to see if you can sell the product and if you make sense also if yeah. you're in the entertainment industry you know that at a certain point because the majority of the industry is very powerful white people they don't do their due diligence nor do they take the time to Oof. think about how they yep. can distribute products through yep. branding or marketing yep. where it's just normal. It's yeah. just regular. Yeah. If anything, they'll hire black people and then they'll be like, all right, well, the main guy's black, so the whole thing's got to be black, right? It's so stupid. I'm like, no, you can still. I was like, you can have me have a my, my co host or my, uh, you know, um, whoever it is that I have to have chemistry could be a white woman. It doesn't matter. Travesty. I know. <gasps> I know. You know, the, and you know what the tragic thing is? That mm. only became legal 50 years ago. Uh huh. Yeah tragic yeah tragic yeah that's that it's that ridiculous that 50, 50 years ago gabe and Devin, tasha and tim could not be married or engaged uh-huh and mind you on t- on on television and in screens they really they you know they've gotten better in the last yes, 10 years in the last 10 years yeah mind you this 10 in the in the 2010s they've gotten better yeah i'm if i was thinking back to 2000s and up get the hell or 90s to 2000s no. Moesha could never have a white boyfriend. Are you crazy? No. That's not... Are you kidding? The not, Parkers? I, fuck fuck <laughs> Moesha having a white boyfriend. Anyone on Friends can never have a person of color as their, as someone that they're interested in. Yeah, right. That's not even a thought. Rachel well, ends up with Idris Elba? Get the fuck out of here. Why? Well, why would why would, uh, why would would Rachel... Why would she date a black guy? Because he dicks her down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
your fucking nasty ass. Listen. Vulgar. <laughs> vulgar fuck. Oh, that's hilarious. But no, that's, you know, and I don't want to get this. I don't want this. I mean, I don't really care if Did it's you, whole pup. Hmm? Sorry, can I ask you something? What? Did you see that meme or that, that photo that was going around of that guy at a protest who was holding up a sign no. about black men? It was a black guy. Oh yeah, where it's like your daughters love us every inch. Yeah, your daughters every love your daughters love every us. inch of us. I was so why like, don't y'all? Right. Yeah, why don't you just let us in or something? Well, <sighs> it's let's. Let it's, me tell you something. Rachel, Rachel was fucking around with Idris Elba on Friends. Ross, who? Joey, who? I mean, consider Please. consider any consider any stories, fairy tales, superheroes. Yeah, Ariel, Little Mermaid could never have a black boyfriend except for now that they're gonna reboot it with a black girl. But I, which all that stuff, well, S- Superman could never be black. And also, Friends was a ripoff of in living, yeah, huh? living single. Friends so was a ripoff just, of fucking in living let's, single. Let's start that. Just just for, ah, for these, the record, uh, this group of black friends looks kind of happy. Hmm. What if we made them white? <laughs> like that's that's the whole, that's the whole show. Um. But you know that's I'd say that I would say that's a lot of what we've been up to. <laughs> yeah, and like honestly, we just—I mean, personally for me, I haven't had like the urge to podcast about this because it's just you know if you are paying attention and you see what's going on and you know that it's not right, you know how exhausting and and just soul crushing. Yeah, frustrating, soul crushing. It's like you know every day you, you you're on your phone or you turn on the news and people that look like you were being murdered like damn near hunted for sport it's just like it's so much on top of quarantine on top of covid on top of your daily life and your daily struggles it's just like it, it, for me it was overwhelming and i could barely talk to my therapist and my friends about it let alone like come on here i would just be crying and screaming the entire time yeah i was gonna say i wonder what it's like to not have to fucking even think about this are you kidding me i wonder what that's like what a vacation i wonder i never really considered that i've never not since i have you know not since like uh, not since i learned what racism is yeah have i ever considered the idea of oh i have not woeful ignorance but being able to just say Oh, yeah, I don't have to deal with that. That's yeah. cool. I could just go on my life. Thought about that all the time. I mean, I've thought about in it. In high school, I used to think that. I've thought about it, but I'm saying I don't know what that is. We will never know what that is. That's the same so way. interesting. They will never know what it's like to be discriminated. Like, not everybody can be discriminated against, but to be truly like a white, a, per, a Caucasian person will never understand what it is to be a kid growing up and having someone say, I can't play with you because you're an N-word. Or my mom said, I can't play with kids that look like you. Or, yeah. or you know, teachers treating you differently. Or, you know, you going to the doctor and then hitting you 15 times with the needle unnecessarily because our skin is tougher. Like, those are things that they'll systemically never have to deal with. I mean, down to just the judiciary system. How is it that Brock Turner raped a girl left her just violent disgusting despicable egregious six months six three because they cut in a half but i'm saying so six months he was sentenced to he only did fucking three mm-hmm. black men who are accused don't it there's no proof that they actually did it selling weed not even selling weed accused or yeah, yeah, accused fake. of rape mm-hmm. life or 15 years, 20 years, something ridiculous. Uh, Felicity Huffman, uh, you know, because God forbid her kid gets any more fucking privilege than they already have. Like how basic, how stupid do you, ha- how, how, medi- that's the word I'm looking for. How mediocre do you have to be that you have fame and influence and all these different things and your lazy ass fucking kids still, ha- you have to pay somebody for their SAT I, scores. I didn't even understand that. I was like, and I was then, like, I was like, y'all know that y'all can just pay to get into nice schools still. But then, not even that. Take that out of it. But then you do that. You're a part of this whole fucking scam. You get 14 days. Two weeks. There is a black woman mm-hmm. who lied about her address so, mm-hmm. so that her child could go to a better school district. Mm-hmm. She is serving five to ten years. For mail fraud or something ridiculous. And guess what like, color she is? Child. Black. But that's like, that's the thing. Like, they'll never understand what that is. We 
unfortunately have to work twice as hard and behave twice as well for half as much in the hope that we get to keep living. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, it's as simple as, it's as simple as this. Look, look. <laughs> don't make me laugh. This is serious. Y'all don't get this. Some of y'all probably don't even know what I'm doing. Don't even, don't even Y'all ain't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm, this is, this is me going out so I can stay safe. And me. In the house. Me in the house. Safe. Just living my life. Hopefully. Yeah. The difference between the difference between getting in the car because I I drive a nice car and thinking someone might pull me over because they might think it's not my car. Oh yeah. And me being like, uh, huh? What me? Let me look at less intimidating. Yes, literally that. Yeah. Like my like my hair to a certain like that's like I remember I wrote a joke about that. Mm-hmm. I remember I wrote a joke about being a black person and your hair offending other people. Oh my god. I didn't finish the joke, but oh. I, but I was just like that. The Let fact me help that, you with that one. but I was like the fact that that's even a a thought, like because that's what they're doing in schools where they like. Yeah. And I remember that when I was a kid. I remember my teachers told me like my, I remember I I was growing facial hair and they told me I needed to shave it. Yeah. They told me my facial hair I needed to shave. I believe um I had cornrows when I when I was like in thirteen, mm-hmm. thirteen or fourteen. They were like I think someone someone had mentioned one of the teachers had mentioned is like why are you wearing your hair like that to school? And I'm like because what and i i i really do appreciate the fact that this generation does not have to go through that as tough oh and they're not taking it well i'm glad that they're not taking it but i but i'm just saying i'm glad that even their families are embracing it yeah because my family wouldn't even embrace it it when i was younger i'm like yeah my family would like they would you would be labeled as like a thug in your family or like that you want to like they have like a problem with you wearing braids which is like preposterous but that's but not even my my not even my immediate family i'm just saying like people in my family and all that and around it in the sense that that was like the upbringing of the 90s and the 2000s of people thinking like yeah. oh if you have braids ghetto ghetto if you wear if you wear certain clothes certain colors ghetto. you're a thug you're a gangbanger you like in this yeah. it's i i'm happy for this next generation yeah. that is allowed to just oh you can embrace your culture like you're allowed to wear braids that are something that came from your upbringing and your culture that don't, from your roots. That's don't amazing. Even, don't even get me started on the braids. That- yeah. And yeah. And even the fact that they're they like they like certain school districts are trying to ban like dreadlocks. Like, oh, dude, I've seen the stories, those stories. But I told you how when I was in junior high and I went to that private Catholic school, um, there was this whole scuttlebutt because um, I was on the cheer team and I had uh, crochet braids. So my mom would braid my hair and then crochet in like already braided hair. And it was crinkly and fun and cool. And I could put it in a ponytail. So it was cheer appropriate and all this jazz. And um, uh, I got pulled into the principal's office by the principal without notifying my mother because um, she was concerned because she was getting complaints from parents because that we had like a big sister little sister program so like you know we were older so we had like girls from younger grades and you teach them cheers and all that kind of goofy shit mm-hmm. and um they were calling the principal because their daughters wanted their hair to look like mine and the moms couldn't braid and then they tried to find a loophole they so they thought in the uh dress code because it's a private catholic school so we have to wear uniforms the whole thing um, where there is no hair weaving, the weaving that they're referring to is that's what highlights are called because you take the end of your rat tail comb and you weave. So back in the day, it's like an old term for highlights. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Tony did hair for like ever. So, you know, all of a sudden it started becoming this thing every single day. Oh, you you're, you may get kicked off the team. You're going to have to change your hair. There's no weaves allowed. And that's a weave. And I'm like, this is not a weave. These are braids. Like, are you fucking stupid, simple or slow? Which is it? Yeah. Also, my me and my existence should not make you uncomfortable. And it definitely shouldn't make your parents uncomfortable. Be- I'm sorry. They don't know how to braid this. And I told I told the principal that I was like, so you pulled me in here to tell me about what parents are calling you about that has nothing to do with yeah, me. That ain't my problem i literally said to her i was like parents calling you is not my concern that's not my business and that's not my job 
Like, it sounds like you have conversations that you need to have that don't involve me. Mm-hmm. And um, all of that led to I would get really bad headaches because I was really stressed out. I thought I was in cheer. I loved it. I thought I was going to get kicked off. I thought I was going to get kicked out of school every day. It was like this fucking ear beating about my hair. And so I started taking Tylenol. Um, not in a substance abuse way, but just like I had a headache, I would, I would take it. And then, you know, dare was a big thing back then. Mm. So I then thought I had a substance abuse problem because I was taking it like a couple days a week and I thought I was addicted. And so one day, you know, Tony had asked me like, oh, what's wrong? And I just, I had a, I had a meltdown Mm. in the leasing office that she worked at. And I told her, I was like, "I I think you need to put me in rehab. I think I have a drug problem. And I, you know, I don't know what to do. I'm really stressed out. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you drug problem. What the fuck? What one, I- one day of McGruff the dog coming to your school. <laughs> yo, yo, ass turned the fuck out. McGruff says I'm on the acid, man. God damn, baby. you know, they're like, if you do something every day, it's a problem. And I'm like, oh, my God, I do this I drink water day. every day, too. Right. But, you know, back then and and I was like goody two shoes and all that I stuff, get that. you know, and it's a private Catholic school and you know, my mom's paying money every month. I don't want to get kicked out, you know, whatever. So I explained to her what was going on. Ooh-wee. She lit they asses up. Well, now, that's good. The The next time the principal called me in her office, she was as white as the suit she was wearing. She <laughs> had lost all the color in her face. She gave me this profuse apology. Yeah. Because uh, that's her, racism. It is. That's what it was. It is. But like hair. Just. And hair. mind you, the biggest point of contention that we had with that was not even the, the harassment and all that stuff. Motherfucker, when I applied to your school, that's how my hair was. When we cut you that shit. But now the little white girls want to try it. But now the little white girls want braids. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't what they want or, that has nothing to do with me or you being in school or being told by some sort of in seventh grade yeah or I'm you be, seventh grade or being told by some elder that you should straighten your hair so you look more appropriate and all that bullshit let your natural shit rock ladies listen. rock your natural listen we out here with this natural now and it's upsetting to think that it's happening just now. Yeah. Oh. It's upsetting to think that in the last ten, maybe fifteen years, it, it only became. Not even. I would even now. That. Even I still, I feel that. like it's not. No, I in mean, certain situations and circles. I just recently, I would say, got comfortable. Two years, honestly. What? Of you like natural stuff? No, I've my hair has been natural for years. I thought you meant like in the sense of like doing like a big chop and all that. I've never done a big chop. I've never needed to. I've never had a relaxer. Excuse me. Not a big chop, but in the sense that you like, well, t- say what you were going to say. So no, because no, I've been wearing my hair curly. I mean, I wear my fro a little differently now. I used to do a lot of Bantu knot out styles. That was like my jam for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, But I just now am getting comfortable with the idea that even though I work for myself, um, I've applied for different places, you know, the past couple of years to, you know, supplement or whatever. And I just now I'd say in like the past two ish years have gotten two, three years have gotten comfortable with the concept of going to a job interview without my hair being pressed out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I went to that <laughs> went to that one job interview at uh, I have actually no problem saying their name because I'm going to fucking say it. Skin Matrix in Burbank. Okay. Um, I don't even know. I don't remember that job. Oh, man. I didn't because I, I didn't get the job. Yeah. Um, went in for an interview to be a brow artist there and was interviewed by like Dr. Orloff's wife, whatever her name was. And um, at the end of the interview, she, mind you, there's there's the girl who prepped me before the, the woman came in was African-American. And um, the woman comes in. We do the interview at the end of it. She was uh, she. I had braids, multicolored, like rainbow style um, braids in my hair, like cotton candy. And she asked if she could touch my fucking hair. And I remember I looked at her and I looked at the black girl and the black girl was like this. Like it just mortified. And I was like, no, no, you may not. And she was like, oh, well, I wasn't trying to be rude. I know. 
uh, no no you, you just don't i was just like no you may not touch my hair yeah and she's like well it looks it looks really nice then keep thank looking you. thank you and then i didn't get a call back and i was like ah good because had you offered me the job i would have told you to suck my dick no you're not nobody's fucking pet exactly yeah i well that woman when i was spray tanning her who touched, tried to touch my hair three times. Oh, yeah, and you had to <laughs> fucking bob. Three and, times. Bob and weave. And she's <laughs> naked. I'm spray tanning her. And then she was like, I wasn't trying to be rude. Uh, and I was like, I asked you repeatedly not to touch my hair. And you kept going. I literally said, I was like, you don't get to be offended. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and put your clothes on. Give me a double tap on the door when you're ready. And I'll go ahead and check you out and send you on your way. Yeah, definitely. Get the fuck out. Yeah. But that's just, that's just, that's, that's what they condition. They condition people to do. I do In acting, they do that. Like, I'm under the impression uh the first first five six years of me acting i'm like oh i need to be clean shaven yep i need to have short hair Mm -hmm. uh because i used to have braids and i I was like my braids aren't gonna get me a job Mm -hmm. unless i want to play thug number one or thug number two (laughs) um and back then honestly probably wouldn't have got anything yeah it was Um, a different time then too yeah and like even now it's like i have a style but it's like i i wear i wear like a beard all the time which is naturally just me yeah but uh like thank you and you know i shaved it down recently it's kind of trimmed down but it's growing it's growing right now but uh you know even my hair right now which is like extremely long if you're watching the video version of this to me this is this is way longer than my hair usually ever is and i like it you know it's just mm-hmm. it's just me rocking my young natural you know what i'm saying but i but the yeah, funny and thing your is your curls are so lit is thank whew. you but i was gonna say the funny thing is i remember the day that i stopped giving a shit about how i looked when i went into auditions mm-hmm. and i just started booking, booking. and i was like what the fuck <laughs> I, I was like what kind of voodoo witchcraft <laughs> shit is this and i remember i would tell my dad and my dad would be like what you mean you book looking like that Gigi? yep and i was like i was like bro they booked me and i'm not i didn't have my yep. my beard was thick and i was like yep. they got me playing a dad role yeah you ain't nobody's dad i was like i don't know what to tell you yeah but they didn't give a fuck at all and now i don't at so all. it's time yeah that i just get this money yeah and be my truth and that's the thing that i think i've only realized in the last like dre you're messing up my the the exposure get her out of there she's messing up the white balance all right but yeah it's very much something that i i try to preach to people when people ask me for any type of advice on internet stuff acting stuff voice acting stuff stand-up comedy stuff i'm like yo if you go in there and be a hundred percent yourself you're gonna be way better off than trying to uh you know try to try to meet someone's expectations that you don't even know just don't do that anymore. Right. Like literally. Yeah. Be 100% unapologetically your true self. Yep. And if people don't want to fuck with you, it's okay. YouTube. You can move the fuck on. Exactly. And go to the next person. Exactly. And if not, you'll make your own opportunities most likely. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Shout out God. to Lashes and Scenes, baby. <laughs> what it do, baby? Hold on. Put it Hey. Revenge tour. Who going to be the last two to get it to 100? Reven- <laughs> Revenge tour. That's what we've been uh, calling it. Yeah. That's Me, what Le- Amanda, that, that, and Cam. That's what LeBron calls his uh, season. He's, fuck yeah. yeah. He's like, this is my le- revenge season. He's yeah. like, yeah, because they everybody calling me a wash king. That's what he says. That's so stupid. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, nobody called you that, but <laughs> yeah, but like that's, that's I get that. That's the energy because like Cam, his like agency like dogged him, mm. and um, that's it's funny. That's actually why he named his skincare line not that cool because an agent told him like, yeah, you're never gonna make it. You're not that cool. And it's like motherfucker, I, he's been an Esquire. Mm-hmm. Amanda, you know all the shit that she's been through and things that have gone on. And Karma, then, baby. Yeah, and then you know me with my you know history of working with and for people and renting places and yeah. it just being you know a mess at times yeah. so it was like revenge tour bitch be like yourself do your thing don't worry about what others think edit, exactly and that's I'm, why i don't pay attention to my competitors really don't pay attention to competitors shit don't pay attention to motherfuckers in your in your immediate family please who don't tell, who please will, who don't will tell you that you ain't gonna be shit listen because they gonna be jealous than a motherfucker once you start making it. they're already jealous the fact they're that jealous. you have the idea and the audacity to even want 
to do no, you that want more. is problematic for them. Yeah. Because people oftentimes, the people that will tell you, oh, I don't think that's a good idea. It's because they're operating from their base of fear and they're trying to project that shit onto you. Yeah. You need not listen to it, boo. Don't you dare listen to that shit. You go do what the fuck you want to do. You Chase get one life. them dreams. Chase them dreams. And if it doesn't, like, honestly... It may not even look the way you want it to. Like if you had told me three years ago that I would have my own space in Burbank and it would look the way it does and all these things would be happening, I wouldn't have believed it because I wanted it to look a certain way and it it looked real different along the lines. But I got to the end part that I wanted. And, you know, there are people who are like, do you think that's a good idea? And Like, does that really make sense? And da, 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 da. listen, unless you're running a fucking billion dollar hedge fund. And unless you you you've cracked the code on business, you should worry about yourself because you haven't even attempted to do a third of the shit that I've done. Mm -hmm. So worry about yourself. Don't come over here with that negative shit. Don't you do it. Yeah. Also, it's just one of those things where you got to realize that the journey is different for everyone. Oh, my God. People don't people can people yes. people when you're young or even when you first start out and you have an idea of what you want to be and who where you want to go. You think it's a straight line directly to where you need to get. Yeah. Me as an actor. I like yeah. I, I remember an editor told me that he wanted to be an actor, but you don't realize that you might get an editing job. Yeah. And if you're good at it, yeah, then you might just not that you're never gonna act again. You might just fall down. There might right. be a portion of your life where you fall right. fall into this hole. And that's okay. So now you cut me I'm off. I'm sorry, I apologize. That so, what I did. I did and so I'm now sorry. You cut me off. I ain't said shit. I'm sorry. But I want you to be aware that you're doing it. Okay. Lucky I love you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but. Boy bar. No, but I was going to say, I came to terms with that when I first started making content on the internet and acting. I was like, okay, so I'm auditioning all the time. This is great. But I'm not booking right now. Mm -hmm. But I do know how to create my own stuff and I know how to edit. So mm -hmm. I started to offer my services to people. Mm -hmm. I started to ask people, hey, do you need help editing? Mm -hmm. I can I can shoot and edit your videos. Mm -hmm. You know, pay me what you will. Maybe maybe shout me out in the in the description. Maybe right. if you have me in the video, definitely you gotta put my fucking name in there somehow. Sure. But there's you never realize where you're gonna go. You might wanna start your career of, I don't know, being a uh, a video game designer slash programmer tomorrow mm -hmm. but that might that might take you down a completely different uh avenue where you might be a gaming mark you might be do ga game marketing for yeah. a few years you might end up doing um product testing y there is no straight no. narrow path to what you want in life no. and you need to take every opportunity and explore it all explore it all and take it as a blessing or as you know take it with a grain of salt is that the word uh mm -hmm. take it take it and try to understand it and be a sponge and absorb more so that you can be that much more beneficial to where you eventually will get in your life yeah what's up lean into it yeah lean into it mm -hmm. lean into it that's yeah. that's that's what i would recommend and that's dr kelly yeah that's what i rec recommend and also just realize like you know if you're not doing something that if you're doing something you don't think you're getting the most out of your life uh getting the most out of in your life don't don't force yourself to do that you got to learn how to adapt you got to learn how to change you got to learn how to chase thing chase if you can chase the same dream from different angles like it's mm -hmm. like don't yeah don't think that just because you're not getting through this one way it's not oh this one way won't work so i'll never get to that that end goal no just try try different avenues try to maneuver around also that end goal is not something that ever will satisfy you in my opinion i think at the end of the day you're going to want more the more that you get so keep going keep chasing you could you could be a millionaire tomorrow you might want to be a, a two millionaire three four five you're gonna want more in life and as long as you're able to pursue your dreams and happily uh live you know live your truth and chase your passion that is the end goal the end goal is the process technically yeah because there's no such thing as making it no that doesn't exist if anything if anything that means we're making it right now we've made it because i'm doing what i love yeah and i enjoy what i do yeah and i get paid to do it yeah so technically i've made it then i don't need to do anymore is what i'm hearing yeah right yeah I'm genuinely sat. I should be satisfied. I mean, but you know, I want to continue because I love mm -hmm. doing it. Though, so, so you know, a lot of people will have have 
hey, will be at the mountaintop and not even realize it. Yeah. They'll just be so, oh, but I don't have, I don't have so, I don't need, yeah. you know. And that's just your, your perception is you got to open up your mind. You got to open up the mindset of where you want to go, what you want to do, how you're going to get it done. Mm-hmm. And what makes you happy? You could you could be chasing that whole dream that whole time, and it might not make you happy. At all. It could be the complete opposite of what you think you wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. Which is why you see people changing careers at 40, which is fine. Which is fine, if that's the case. And you, God bless them. It's your time. Yeah. It is your time. Uh, yeah. If you're 60 years old and you realize that you've been blowing the last 30 years, then fucking change it right Go now. Go off. Get your OnlyFans. Get it lit. Do what you got to do. <laughs> On that granny time. <laughs> I feel like that's a that's a beautiful place to end it because yeah. we're we're going coming up on two hours. Oh my god! Yeah, it was like one thirty five when I checked like ten to fifteen minutes ago. Dude, I have like an eight a.m. appointment. Yeah, I got I got get my hair braided at ten thirty. Yeah, we love you guys. This was great. This was a good one. Yeah, this I'm, is this is a fun one. It's a good comeback. Come back. Come back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Mace. Yeah. Diddy owes him money though. I'm, I'm sure Diddy owes a lot of people money. Yeah, bad boy. Literally. Yeah. For life. Bad business. <laughs> bad. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, we didn't even talk about entanglement. <laughs> Child, listen, y'all have a good time. We gonna get off this podcast, All right, y'all, baby. That, thank you so much for watching. We'll we catch you on you the next one. And with that, uh, we'll see you later. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. And with that, another episode has wrapped of the Talk and Tea with Pilar and JD podcast. I hope you all enjoy it. We're really having a good time doing this. We got more on the way. There's so many things happening in the world that we can talk about. We also will uh, take your questions. Remember to drop us some questions on the Anchor app, voice messages, and we will play them on an episode and talk about them. We might be doing actually a Q&A episode next time because we have a few messages that are sitting there waiting for us. All right, everybody. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Go and follow us on all the podcasting platforms, whichever one you love to use if you check us out on apple be sure to leave us a review and five stars all right everybody have a nice afternoon talk to you later bye